Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast. Recording this on a Friday night. The beam is lit in Sacramento. The Kings. Win again, six wins in a row. The second time this season they've had a win streak of six or more. The last time they did that, the 0203 season, Morgan. Why did wow. you mess me up on that? What did I do? I think you did. Okay. You didn't kind of nudge me when I was saying <laughs> Oh, like that happened at the end of the game on Kevin Herter and pushing yeah. him a little bit yeah, out yeah, of yeah. bounds. Yeah. Um, what a fun time to be a Kings fan. I think I said that on the postgame show, too. I mean, you look at how long it's been since they've had these winning streaks. It's incredible. And we're feeling the joy on the court and off the court. Yeah, they are season high. Eight games above 526 and 18 on the season. They beat Oklahoma City 118 to 113. I'm Deuce Mason. That is Morgan Reagan. It's fun. Like Morgan just said, back on the home floor, you want to keep it rolling. You're bringing in an OKC team that's been playing some good basketball coming into tonight. They had won four in a row, six of their last seven. They look like they've got a bright, bright future. They're young. They got it going. But the Kings had a monster night from Keegan Murray, his best game as a rookie. I just feel like we're seeing the... The kid grow before our eyes, Morgan. Think about all the challenges that Mike Brown has thrown at, at him. Talked about, man, he needs to go dunk on somebody. He's got to go do something. And then you think about him calling him out after that Lakers game where he had zero rebounds. It's like, Keegan Murray can't have zero rebounds in a game. He can't. I feel like he has, he's responded in every way possible. And tonight, it was a career high in points and rebound with 29 points and 14 rebounds. He's accepted every challenge that has been thrown at him. And that's just a sign of maturity. Sure, he's an older rookie, but what were you like at 22 years old? You know, it's just, he has a different type of mentality, truly. And it's uh, it was fun to see it tonight in so many different ways not only with him hitting some big outside shots but when he went in threw it down on OKC Sabonis putting his arm around him Keegan was smiling you saw something that you don't get to see all the time from this guy in his body language it's some fun plays in this game Morgan Sabonis gives to Murray takes it toward the right baseline almost lost it gets it back and flushes it off the dribble what a great job by Keegan Murray, aggressively going strong after he almost turned the ball over on the right baseline. Gathered it back, reloaded, went above the iron, and did a little poster job on one of the Jalen Williams on the Thunder roster. That ties the score at 76. OKC calling timeout. It was a nice play by Keegan Murray, taking it aggressive to the basket, dunking it. That's what you want to see. He did a great job rebounding tonight, and then he got it done from the outside. Kings lead 105-100. Keegan again. He's got another one. Murray with back to back to back three-pointers has a career scoring high. As a result, it's 108-100. Keegan now has 25 points. It's the Kings' biggest lead. Let's see how the Thunder respond. 
What's wild about Keegan tonight, 29 points, 14 rebounds. He also had three offensive rebounds. Uh, he did it on 10 of 12 shooting, including five of seven from downtown, four of four from the line. There's these things you're starting to see the growth and you're starting to see the potential of, oh, this kid can be pretty damn special. And I think he's in the perfect environment to grow in a situation where he's not asked to go out there and do that every night. But if he can, he can help you win games. And I thought tonight he was a big reason why the Kings won the game. It wasn't just him hanging out in the perimeter, knocking down threes. He put the ball on the ground. He made plays. He attacked. I love what I saw from Keegan Murray. What jumped out to you? Yeah, his impact and his presence out there. And I think at times we've seen it from him where you're not going to get all the energy in the world, but if you can get it just through the way that he plays and setting a tone with being aggressive or um, just bringing it on a different level, and that's what he was doing tonight with the way he was crashing the boards. He was doing that early in that first quarter, uh, especially when this team really needed it most. And... I think for Keegan, it you talk about the way that he is playing and developing as a young player in this league and not being asked to do too much, but he's also very fortunate that he's coming into a situation with a coach like Mike Brown, a coaching staff that is there as well, and a team, players, individuals that can help make him better and that want to make him better. You talked about it too, how Sabonis after the game, or not after the game, Keegan was talking about it after the game, how Sabonis was yelling at him and you know always talking to him and telling him things that he wants him to do better. Yeah, even on the, on that dunk, the first guy to kind of get him amped That's up. That's what I'm saying. Was Sabonis? Uh, Keegan was asked about Sabonis after the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always he's always there for me. I mean, early on, he knows where we want to be at as a team. Um, at the end of the day and at the end of the season. So, um, especially as a rookie playing um, minutes down the stretch and things like that, um, he's always tough on me. Um, he's like a big brother to me uh, throughout the season. Uh, he's He's yelled at me um, a lot, and um, I feel like that's kind of just helped me, um, especially in games where I'm not playing well. So um, he's been really good for my rookie year, um, and I'm just really happy that he's one of my vets. That I mean, one of his vets, and he's 26 years old, which is wild to even think about, too. Yeah. But that is also what Domas Sabonis brings. So you talk about everything with so many rookies becomes situational how you develop as a player as a man as an athlete in this league and when you have the right humans around you so many good things come from come from it and Sabonis is a great thing to have around him dude he's a guy that will challenge you but he wants you to do well it's with love he's gonna set you up he wants you to play the right way he's gonna hold you accountable it's great to have a player like Sabonis, who obviously is beyond talented, but from a leadership perspective, I don't think that was talked enough about when the Kings got him. Is He is always talking, and it's not just the rah-rah, hey, keep it up, buddy. It's, no, what the hell are you doing on that play? And, and I know, well, sorry, and I know we'll get there at the end, but you saw him on the one some of the last possessions that were going down there at the end of the game, and it was like just an easy dunk by OKC, and he's like, come on, the game isn't over. You know, you see him disappointed and frustrated yeah, and yelling yeah. at his guy, but it's tough love as well. Yeah, it's it's great. And uh, Mike Brown loved what he saw from Keegan too. Keegan, I mean, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, Keegan surprised me tonight. He surprised me in a couple areas. I mean, I he been driving to the rim and getting this stuff blocked a lot. And for him to decide to drive to the rim and show that he's strong enough, he's long enough, he's athletic enough, and he's had enough of me calling him out and go dunk the ball. I mean, he had a couple of moves that I'm very impressed with. And I can't go back and watch, I can't wait to go back and watch him on tape because I love, absolutely love his aggressiveness. He was fantastic. Uh, not only was he fantastic scoring and shooting the ball, I mean, 10 for 12, 5 for 7, 11 rebounds. 11. This is, in this two games in a row, he's gotten a double. Two games in a row, he's gotten a double-double. He is more than capable. And I'm glad that he's starting to show a little bit of what he can do because uh, it was a fun performance to watch tonight from Keegan Murray. I, I, I mean, I, I love his confidence too, you know. He, 
I mean, I slapped him five after the game, like five or six times. And, and I, I said, do your shit, Keegan Murray. <laughs> and you know what he said? He goes, he goes, he smiled. He goes, I got a little wiggle. <laughs> I was like, keep doing the wiggle. Whatever wiggle is, keep doing it. Because <laughs> it was fun. Great game, Keegan Murray. Wait, wait. Did Mike Brown just bust out at Keegan? I think he did. I thought I was the only person that did the, my Keegan. Do you, what would do? I got a little wiggle. Well, you have to if, oh. sl- slide me a couple times. Do yeah, your shit. Do your shit. You uh, reenact it. You got to be Mike oh, Brown. Oh, you got to be kind of amped up. Okay, man, Keegan, do your shit. Yeah, you're supposed to high five. Oh. try it again. Try okay, it again. Okay. You're, you're struggling right now. This so wait, how scene. do we want to high five? Though I don't know. Just like like this. I'm coming in the locker okay. room. You're, you're Mike Brown. Damn, Keegan, do yeah. your shit. Yep. You see, I had a little wiggle tonight. No. He said he had a smile on. Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> you can't I just, smile and do it. No, you know, like, I, I just really was happy that I could contribute in a big way. And, like, this is not... I'm going to have a rough Keegan. I was that. okay. That was, it was okay. That wasn't my best Keegan. Yeah, it was a little forceful because, you know, we're trying it within that. You're good at his post-game interviews. Yeah, you know, I, I just like to play. And, like, you know, Sabonis yells. But, you know, I just go out there and do my thing. That was... That, no, honestly. I'm, I'm going to be honest. C minus by me. It's fine. My, the first time, it was good. I like when it you was, criticize yeah. yourself, no, so it's good. All right. uh, the one thing that Coach missed, he said 11 rebounds. No, he was looking at the wrong column. He had 11 defensive rebounds. Keegan had 14 boards in this game. So back-to-back games with double-doubles for Keegan Murray. That was cool to see. And I feel like they're trying to get him to kind of like open up a little bit, have a little more fun smile. Dude, it's just not him. He's, he's going to dunk on. I don't think you're ever going to see him go dunk on someone and yell after. He's just going to. I'm just gonna keep playing. Hey, like he did have a smile though. Yeah, I, I I was pretty happy and like it was cool. Do you know what Matt Barnes said on What'd the post game show? He was like, "Can you give all the Kings fans a smile that they deserve?" And he smiled. Hell yeah! And David and Chester, stop clowning our rook. What? We're not. No one's cla- clowning. Like we him. love the shit oh, out oh, of are him. You, are you mad at Mike Brown too? Because he did the same thing. Get out of here! We've been giving him love the whole show. We, we slobber all over Keegan. What are we doing? You don't need to prove it to David. Uh, anyway, the other cool thing after the game, some reporter asked Keegan Murray about the Keegan Murray. Here's what he had to say about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like throughout the season, it gets louder and louder, which is really cool. Um, and um, at first, I kind of didn't realize the, the significance of it. Um, and now I know it's something that you just can't take for granted. And um, it's something that is really special to me. Um, and... It's really special for my family, too, just hearing that and hearing the crowd just uh, say my name. So, Super cool. We had the chance to meet Keegan's parents, I don't know, about a month ago at a game when they were in town. And mm. his mom, what we were talking about, Keegan in Sacramento, and she was talking about that Keegan Murray chant. She said she cried the first she time she heard it. Yeah, tearing up, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about it and just, like, how cool that is because you, you, you raise – your kids and you see them living out their dream and then you're hearing an entire arena cheer their name like that living out their dream yeah i would ball my effing eyes out too i know that there's so much talk about hey the kings can make a big move at the trade deadline and i've you know pushed back on the idea of like hey maybe make a move on the edges to improve this team you also have to think about maybe you get internal improvement you know keegan is now over halfway through his rookie season there's definitely been ups, there's been downs, and now he's come out of this, and it looks like he can be a really impactful player. I'm super excited about his future. I'm totally with you. I And it's not just because of a, a big game like this. I truly feel like it's his efficiency from beyond the arc. It's other ways he has shown that like he was saying, he takes a challenge and how he improves from it, how he yep. responds. Um, our guy, Will Z, tweeted out the NBA.com's uh, ch- um, shot chart. Thank you. Shot chart of where Keegan shot tonight and just how well he was shooting from everywhere beyond the arc, you know, four of six from the top. And then uh, in the paint, though, still being a scorer, finding ways to get rebounds put balls back up and just really make an impact from everywhere on the floor. His game is smooth and he was good defensively too. I just think you're seeing the signs of what can be a really impactful player for this team. And I just like that for once a Kings rookie is in a situation where 
he could be fostered in a positive environment for so long in Sacramento. You know, it's either missed draft picks or guys that are in chaotic environments. Hell, look at what De'Aaron Fox started in, yes. in Sacramento and how his career has gone, right? He still found ways to be an impactful player, but the journey hasn't been an easy one. Well, Keegan is not only the type of player who just wants to be better and wants to accept challenges. He's not being asked to go out there and score 30 a night. You have to be the guy. It's like, no, like knock down some open shots. Don't be afraid to move without the ball. Go out there and rebound, and you can help us in such a big way. The Kings have so many guys that can get buckets with this offense. In fact, a little bummed. I know Jason Ross was mentioning this tonight. Keegan Murray, one point shy of a 30-point game. That would have been seven Kings players who have scored 30 or more in a game this year, but that number is still super high. I'm just... I'm excited that you're you're seeing the growth. It's it's just fun to see a rookie improve throughout a season, and you're seeing that with Keegan in front of our eyes, right? And, and I mean, you you said it perfectly. The way that we've seen young players and rookies develop through Sacramento over the years, it was how many times do we talk about? Yeah, this isn't a good place for people to grow, for people to develop, because then it was it kept getting to the point what of okay what moves can we make to just like get into the playoffs and not be sustainable and it that was never working so you you know coaches in and out and then you bring in people where it starts at the top it's trickling down foundation is set and it's just holding everyone accountable at an equal level big time stuff from keegan murray really happy with how he played tonight uh going to the big picture thing of the game Weird first half, right? Kings were in the game in the first half, despite the fact that Oklahoma City knocked down 12 of 21 from three. And you could tell the Kings were making a concerted effort to make sure they were not going to get crushed in the paint tonight. That was a big deal. And I I get that game plan, but man, it was like they weren't closing out on three-point shooters. OKC does a good job moving the ball. They did a great job protecting the paint. Then OKC starts hitting everything. The Thunder came into this game third in the NBA in points per paint. At points in the paint, and the Kings give up a ton of points in the paint. Also, SGA leads the NBA in drives. He scores just under 15 points in the paint per game, so you knew that was going to be a focus tonight. Mm-hmm. So the way OKC was knocking down shots, and then Sacramento wasn't making any threes, but they were in the game, gave me confidence that, okay, things can even out. Well, the Kings, I thought, did a much better job closing out on guys, did a decent job defensively, and all of a sudden, in the second half, OKC mustered 47 points and they were only four of 19 from three. Yeah. And that, again, adjustments, in-game adjustments. And those are always so impressive to me by any team in the NBA. I just think the effort, the mindset that goes into that, you have to have high, high IQ players that understand what it's going to take to make those changes, right? It's not just like, oh man, you got to do a better job here. It's really being locked in and focused. You saw that from this this squad respond. Um, You look at the points in the paint in the first half, I believe the Sacramento Kings finished above the OKC Thunder with 30 to 20. So their point of emphasis was working, coming their game plan and everything until the Thunder were just hitting everything from beyond the arc. And it got scary. And there were times though... um, I thought the defense looked solid, and then there was times where it's just the breakdowns too much of an open shot yep. for some guys. But I know we'll talk more about him and his play. But De'Aaron Fox, I thought, did had a few really good possessions on SGA, a guy who is going to get his on anyone in the NBA. You just talked about him being one of the Dude. top guys that scores in the paint in this league. Well, he's also top five in scoring. The guy averages 30 a right. game. Um, tonight, he has 37 points. He has seven assists. He did on 16 of 23 shooting. But I thought Fox, when he was matched up on uh, on him, made his life hard. You know, SGA is such a talented player. And to see him healthy out there doing He's his so thing. Fun. He has some shots on Fox. I'm like, I don't know what Fox is supposed to do. Right. They were contested. He, I guess he got in there. But he is so crafty. He can attack inside the paint. He's improved the three-point shooting. He is such a talented young player, and I know he has 37, but I thought Fox did a good job making his life more challenging. The resistance and the pressure that was there, the effort that was there from Fox and really understanding what he had to do, you know, I'm so with you. Like, with the times when he would get in that mid-range and still make a shot over Fox, I'm just thinking he's making that over almost anyone in the NBA. 
Sabonis tonight. A triple-double for him. Another triple-double. 21st consecutive double-double. His fifth triple-double this year. Wow. I think the last guy to have five triple-doubles was Chris Webber. Wow. But Rondo, I think, had... Okay. Either way, it hasn't happened very often. I think it it, it tied Chris Webber for second in Kings history with five triple-doubles in a season. I think Rondo is actually the leader for Sacramento. I don't know what that number was. I actually think he had a lot of triple-doubles that one year in Sacramento. Damn. Nonetheless, uh, 18 points, 14 assists, 13 rebounds for Sabonis in his first game back. Uh, he also had six turnovers in this game. Missed some shots inside, but another monster night for him. De'Aaron Fox had 25 on 10 of 22, and he was chasing around SGA for some of that. He ends up playing 38 minutes tonight. Uh, what jumped out to you maybe about some of those guys? Um, About those guys, his numbers? You're talking Fox about- or Sabonis? Oh, Sabonis. So for Sabonis, just really looking at his assist tonight, right? And the way that he keeps making everybody better, finding guys open, finding, making guys cut without the ball, move without the ball. It's just like with him in there, you want to do these things. You know, that's the only way that you're going to be rewarded when you're playing with him on the floor. And I just think for me as a basketball fan, it makes it so enjoyable to watch but when you just look at what he's doing in every category, it's like, wow, you have truly a dominant player out there. And another thing that Matt Barnes did mention was, you know, hearing everyone with some MVP chance at some point. He said it's really cool when you're hearing that from your home crowd um, about one of your players in Sacramento. But he's like, he should definitely get some MVP recognition. And I talked about how you said that. Um, you gave me credit? I did give you credit on the show. Honestly? Stunned. Really? Yeah. I always would give you credit. I thought it was a great, I thought you, uh, it, was, it was a great angle that you had brought up. Thank you. But yeah, what the, what? No, I appreciate it. I'm just saying thank you. Yeah, no, you didn't, was you really, didn't start with that energy. Well, what do you mean? The energy that came at me was like. I was just was like, I was surprised, like, oh my God. Yeah, how, you choked like, up. A good surprise. Yeah, I was emotional oh, about it from it. bullshit. It was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think the way the Kings are playing. I mean, they're 26 and 18. They're eight games above 500 in the number three spot. Starting to get some separation. I love how they're playing. And it's still a ways to go defensively. But even the last you know, few games, you're seeing them play better moments defensively. They got to string it together for longer. But, you know, I know OKC puts up 113 tonight. It should have been a little, it got a little weird at the end. But I thought they did a good job overall. It was a solid effort tonight. Uh, Kevin Herter got the defensive player of the game. Champ. Hell yeah, he did. After the game. Uh, it was noted by Keegan Murray post game that Kevin Herter had six deflections tonight. And it's funny because Kevin Herter was like, I didn't think I would ever get this chain this year. So it's really cool that I did get it tonight. And, um, you know, he wore it with so much pride. I got to see it up close and personal because he came up to the NBC set. And it was, oh, good. We have the photo of it. I was just snapping photos of it. It was so cool and it looked really heavy, but either way, it's, it's great when you he, see he a guy you, wear it with so much pride. You ask me, can I wear that? I one? want it. Of course I want You know how disrespectful that would be? I didn't earn it. I didn't earn the chain. Come okay. on now. Like don't disrespect the chain, but you could tell he wore it with a lot of pride and it was really well, cool. He should have. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So he took us through that moment of just being in the locker room and, you know, getting that chain and everything. And it was really, yeah, and there's some photos. And it was just really great to to see a new player um, accept this award. <laughs> yeah, like he was stunned, like, whoa, I, I got it. Yeah. Actually, I mentioned this on uh, night chat or morning chat the other day. Was That was yesterday. Um, yeah, I just... I thought he played pretty good defense in that Lakers game too. I think they're they understand like they've got to be better on the perimeter. I think we focus so much on points in the paint. We just need more bigs to block shots. It's Smart like player. No, you gotta defend the perimeter a little bit better. Yep. You can't allow straight line drives. You gotta stay in front of your guy. You gotta play physical. Active you can't hands. let guys cut without any contact. Uh-huh. Guy cuts, give him a little push. Uh-huh. Gotta play with some physicality. Yeah. No, you it's and, and I feel like not only does he do that, but again, we talk about high IQ players, just a high IQ defender, you know, knows where to be on the floor. So even what he might lack with 
athleticism or something else out there, he adds with just his effort yep. and being a smart player on that side of the floor. He still gave you 14.6 rebounds on 6 of 13 shooting in this game, 2 of 7 from downtown. Uh, the bench tonight did not give you much. Can I give my one nitpick of the game? Yeah, there's a few, but yeah. Okay, I can't wait to hear yours. Well, mine was the end of the game, but yeah. You didn't like how the end of the game went? No. It was just weird, though. It, you know what I mean? Like, some of it was just bad calls. Like, Kevin Herter got knocked out of bounds. He totally got... did, but they shouldn't have put themselves in that situation with that turnover, with that turnover before or wherever yeah. it was. It was just frustrating and sloppy. It was like, what are you, what? No, like, this team Man. knows how to come back. Yeah. Spoken like a true coach right there. Just like, hey. Mike Brown you know, mentality. I know we won the game, but we got to close a little better. <laughs> too sloppy. Keegan had that turnover. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. No. You're right. I got a little too close for comfort. It got it, it, the undercut to 116-113. What's your nitpick? Rashawn Holmes oh, yes. should have played tonight. Agreed. And usually wouldn't say that after a win, too. Look, he had 16 points, 11 rebounds. He won the defensive player of the game chain and was starting for you against the Lakers. He's a player that has dealt, I think, in my opinion, with a lot, but He's a confidence guy, you know? He's a guy that when things are going, he's feeling good. He needs it. He needs some good moments. Because he's a happy guy, yeah. He earned playing time tonight. And he did not play. He did not get off the bench tonight. And I just don't, to me, it doesn't make sense. Unless we learn something more like, oh, he was kind of sick. And it's like, hey, we didn't really want to play him unless we had to. But I don't think that was the case. Rashawn Holmes earned playing time. And you, you, the, the backup five spot is still not totally cleared up. I mean, we saw Metu at times have some nice moments. He played well Absolutely. in that Lakers game. Um, you know, they tried Kata. They tried Len. Rashawn had an impactful game for you. And to not play him tonight, I just, I don't like it. I think I think you need to, totally for his fair. confidence, uh, to send a message of like, hey, you Here's played the reward. right. You deserve playing time tonight. Doesn't mean he should play twenty minutes, but you can't. You can't give the guy ten minutes tonight. Blood, sweat, tears go into this game, and when you have a performance like you did a couple nights ago, you absolutely have earned that respect to come off the bench. And I'm. Again, I'm not one of those people to complain after win. Rotations are sometimes weird with Mike Brown. It was fine. They pull out the W. But with these are humans. These are athletes. And I know Mike Brown respects them like that. So it is a little tough when you don't see a guy get rewarded for what he truly deserved. And that was even if it was seven minutes, you know, and he Especially came off the bench first because that that starting spot that backup five st spot is a spot that has been such a struggle absolutely and if you have a sign of hey this could be something you know like wow he gave me this in the lakers game let's let's keep it moving a little bit and i, I just was disappointed that now maybe he does play tomorrow night when the king he will play the sixers in a second i have a back-to-back -back. but they had to lean on the stars a lot in this game uh 38 minutes for fox 35 for herder Sabonis, so his first game back, played just under 38. Keegan with 37. Yeah. And then uh, 39 minutes for Harrison Barnes. So your your bench didn't score a lot, and they didn't play a ton of minutes either. You know, and I asked Kevin Herter after the game, like, you're going up against these guys on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. We've seen fatigue factor kick in with even your shooting ability in some of these back-to-back -back games this year. You know, like, what do you need to do? And he's like, well, we, we can't have a shooting game like we did even tonight. So we just have to just lock in. It's a long season. Got to figure it out. And I completely understand that. And I'm intrigued to see what they accomplish these next two games. And I know it's just one at a time, but you've got a, a tough, a tough road ahead. You have to have just a different mindset um, going forward. Yeah. We'll look ahead at that Sixers game in a bit. Let's get to some people. We got a ton of people watching us live on a Friday. Dude, night. I love you it. You guys are so badass. Thank you. Do us a favor and hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. Oh, yeah. Make sure you note the fact that starting Monday, we're going to be on Sacktown Sports, youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140 on the Sacktown Sports app that's free in the App Store. 
and on the traditional radio, 1140 AM, yep. Monday through Friday, starting Monday, 11 to 2 PM Pacific time. So we, join us there too, we just man. went in today, messed around with our camera just to have like the same type of vibe that we are giving here, except like we said, we'll be on every single day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, for a long period of time. Hit that thumbs up. Adrian brings up this point. Individual players uh, being better isn't how Coach Brown thinks. It's about spacing, movement, speed, stuff that isn't stats-based but helps the entire unit function better. Yeah, I just I think you could have still given Holmes time. It's I don't think if you put Holmes on the floor tonight, be like, oh, the system's completely out of walk tonight. I mean, OKC doesn't have a ton of size, but it's not like Holmes is a seven-footer either. I think... You could have given him some run, some run tonight. And I think Absolutely. Mike Brown is also the type of coach that has that type of respect for players, or so it, it would seem, you know, that um, he believes in the reward of effort or, you know, verticality. Like, look at all these different things he's put in place with culture and joy and so many other things that you would, you would think that that would be a point of emphasis for him as a coach in a game like this going up against OKC when it's not like putting in Rashawn Holmes would take you sure. down. Look how he made an impact on the win the other night, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy says, hey, Juice, is it time Is it time yet to readjust your win-loss prediction from last week? Still sitting at 42-43. You want to bump that up a schmidge? Um, I mean... I think I said before the season, I think they could win up to 45. I don't have like a hard, firm prediction. Um, they're playing pretty good basketball. And I, I do think this next stretch of games is really uh -huh. tough. You know, they've gone through this stretch of below 500 teams, yeah. right? This is this was what the, what was that official stretch? I actually made that a question on our YouTube uh, channel page. I just want to double check this because and I think we should know what the record is too. That would help. Um, uh, but you know, I, my point was, you, you know, what, what's coming up the next couple of games, you got Philly coming in tomorrow and then Monday night, a Grizzlies team who whose win streak came to an end. They gagged against yes, the Lakers tonight, 11 yes. games in a row and the Lakers won. Good. I, I really good. Okay. Well, no, Why is that good. I'm just, I was waiting for someone to break that winning streak. And obviously I think sometimes there's that pressure that comes with it. So sure, maybe you wanted them to wait until it was against the Sacramento Kings. It doesn't matter. They're a good team. Oh, and I can't wait to talk about that. But speaking of um, the Grizzlies tonight, we saw a little scuffle that yeah. went on on the court too. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, but yeah, I, I think when you look at this Grizzlies squad ahead on your home floor, that it's we've already seen this matchup. It's not going to be easy. Sabonis has to stay out of foul trouble. Um, but at the same time, they got a loss against the Lakers. Anything can happen. They're on the road. All right, I'm trying to count the wins over this nine-game stretch. They played all teams below 500 over this nine-game stretch. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So over the stretch... We were upset about the Atlanta and Lakers loss. They went seven and two over that stretch of nine games against teams below 500. Wow. I'll take it. And really, you look at the Atlanta and the LA game going, probably could have won both of those games. It was, the, they were, those were close games. Yeah, I absolutely. And at least we're talking about it like that, yeah. right? Because now you're going up against a team in the Sixers where the last time you mentioned this on NBC tonight, where last time these two teams played, it was ugly for the Sacramento Kings. And you just want to see them take care of business against the really good teams in this league as well. Or, or show that you're capable yes. of doing it. Like tomorrow night. I know you were just talking about the Embiid factor with the Sixers coming to town. The Sixers are playing great basketball, mm -hmm. right? They started 12-12 and 12 on the season. Yeah. Since that point, they're 17 and four. My God. Last 10 games, Embiid is averaging 35 points a game, which is tops in the NBA during that 10 game stretch. Yeah. You saw what happened in that last meeting. Sabonis picked up two fouls in the first four and a half minutes of that first quarter. They go to Nimi <laughs> out of nowhere. Kata comes in. He picks up a ton of fouls fast. I think three quick fouls. Sabonis still put up big numbers, but th that, that first quarter really got him out of whack. He plays four and a half minutes in that first quarter. 
Meanwhile, MB dropped 16 points in the first quarter. Kings tried to get it close in the end, but it was just one of those nights where they were getting to the free throw line a ton. Harden gets to the line. Mm-hmm. Harris had a nice night. And now Tyrese Maxey's back, too, and he's been playing well. Harden's had a nice run of games here. In fact, I think looking at Harden's numbers, I had them on this sheet. Over the last 10 games, he's at 20 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds. So it's a team that's obviously one of the premier teams in the league. You've got to be on your A game. I think for Sacramento, game. push the, you have to dictate the pace. Obviously, the easy thing to say is, oh, you got to stay out of foul trouble. It's going to be hard to do. This team goes hunting for fouls, mm-hmm. but push the pace. They cannot defend in transition. During this stretch of games, too, they're dead last in defending Awful. in transition. They allow the most fast break points on the season. They're 29th in fast break points allowed. So push the pace. And tonight, I believe the Kings finished with four fast break points, you know? So it. it wow. Uh, yeah. It, OKC's been playing some good defense. Yeah. Right too. Yeah. No, OKC has been getting back. They have guys that are getting steal. Like they're. They're playing some solid defense. So um, they did a good job in that category. And I think for the Kings, it's just something you have to capitalize on tomorrow. And when you're tired, you have to stay more focused with the way that you are pushing the ball up because that can also lead to a lot of sloppiness, a lot of, you know what I mean? And they had some sloppy turnovers tonight. That's what I'm saying. And we saw that tonight when you have fresh legs and you're good to go on your home floor. It's got to be a different mindset. You got to be locked in tomorrow and try and play one of those perfect games. I think defensively, just um, really playing with your chest, you're going to have those heavier legs, but don't feel the need to bring your arms down, swipe, yeah. just deflect, and stay as vertical and up as yes. you can. Show your jersey. Embiid's going to fall to the ground. Harden's going to be hunting uh, for kicking that leg out in the three-point attempts. You know the game. You know what they're going to try to do. Um, but push the pace and get that guy tired. And get Embiid gassed. And when Embiid, just like you said, when Embiid is on the ground, five on four. Yeah, get the ball you know? moving around yeah. and, and and make him work defensively, and too. And someone even said in our chat earlier, they said, you stop Joel Embiid, you win this game. <laughs> it's like, that easy. I was like, that's a great take. That guy who's one of, like, runner-up for MVP the last couple of years. It's going to be tough. Just There's no him. doubt. But to your point, I, I'm eager to see this test. I'm eager to see the test on Monday when they take on Memphis. How, how does Sabonis handle that matchup with Adams? It hasn't gone well for the Kings. No, and you think about what Jaron Jackson Jr. has been able to do is just a rim protector. Yeah. Just so dominant with his blocking ability and protecting the rim. So um, if you can't get inside, make sure you're working on your mid-range game. That's where De'Aaron Fox really has to come in. Is there anything else we're missing from tonight's game? I think the only other thing for me was giving Fox love for his dunk early in that game the first quarter. Do you remember it? The Aaron accelerates at the logo. Starts left. Goes right. Hammers it off the dribble. Terrific take to the basket by De'Aaron Fox. He started his way to his favorite left, then suddenly jetted to the right and exploded in the paint for the rip to make it 18 to 14. That was nice. We're seeing more of those plays from Fox this year. I'm loving those explosive, aggressive plays. I would say the only other thing I really want to add, we were texting about this, the second chance opportunities, the second chance points for the Kings tonight really kept them in this 21 second chance points for them. They had 12 offensive rebounds, really just battled, stayed with it. 21 to two on second chance points, which was huge for the Kings tonight. One other thing, Malik Monk has been in a major funk. Uh, coming into tonight, he was shooting 32% from three. He was 0 of 5 from three in this game. And, man, it's it's interesting because he's getting some good looks that aren't falling right now. Um, I know G-Man talked to him after the game, and he's he, you could tell it, he's feeling it a bit here. We've seen him in a little funk before. He, But I, I just think he's getting too good of looks. He's just got to keep plugging away. Uh-huh. I mean, last year, last couple of years, he's he's been a really good three-point shooter. And right now, it's it's in the low 30s, which has been surprising to me, especially with how he started. Yeah. I, and I think at times, too, he gets in this mindset like, well, if I'm not doing this, i got to do other things. And it's like, no. Sometimes you are your best when you are just making other people better. And it's just great when he's being the playmaker that they actually need him to be all right let's uh check in with the big fella 
He was at the game tonight after having strep throat. Do you see his eyes were closed as we went to him? Was he really? That's what I was. I thought I was quietly trying to Wait, go to it. Did yes. you fall asleep, Nick? Yes. What's up, dudes? Okay. No, 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 no. You don't act like you're all awake now. Like you were just chill. You fell asleep. Oh, is you- it new? Tr- is that new? We can't, we hear, can't you, hear you, Nick. We you got to take your hand. There you go. It's my Keegan Murray jersey. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, I ended up enjoying the win tonight. So, but I do, you know, I do want to say that we have our practice tomorrow, 11 o'clock a.m. tomorrow morning. So, but we knew, we do need to, I do need to go to the basketball. We worked last Saturday. I was working on my layups and. Oh. Running back, running down to touch the wall, and running back, and working on their layups and making some shots. If for anyone that doesn't know, Nick is a Special Olympics athlete that play is in his basketball season right now, and he has many gold medals on his wall. On his way to be, and I this may be a hot take to some uh-huh. Special Olympic Hall of Famer, in my Ooh. opinion. I, I mean, you might be an MVP candidate this year if you have a big year. That's what the buzz is as we head into the season, Nick. Hey, why not be on Sacktown Sports on Monday? Why not? Why not yeah. be on Sacktown yeah, Sports on Monday? Why not? Why not listen to you guys? Why, why not? And thanks, or watch man. us? Absolutely, man. And why not? I, when I saw you on NBC Sports, and I would have to say, why not wear a suit and suit and tie? Why not wear a suit and tie? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that, Nick. We appreciate your hey, support. Hey, hey, like the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Thanks, Nick. How about why not light the beam? Why not light the beam? You're the best, Nick. Nick is playing his greatest hits tonight. I love it. And today, I saw James Harden in person today. Oh, what'd you say? Where'd you see him? I I saw, I was at Delco and I saw him inside Starbucks. Oh, he's in Starbucks. What'd you say to him? Yeah. uh, Can I I get a picture from him? And what do you say? No, not right now, man. Are you are you kidding me wait, wait, right now? Wait, wait, James Harden. You saw him at Starbucks. You asked for a picture, and he said, "No, not yes. right now." And what did you and say? And I saw him. I saw him going towards. I saw James Harden. And he was going towards the Outfitters, the Urban Outfitters. The, yeah. Yeah, so I went inside. I went inside the place too. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Now you're following so you follow him. No, 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 no. We don't stalk him after he says no. No, 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 no. Nick, no. You can't. And once he says no, you go okay. See you later, bomb. And then you boo him the next night. You don't go follow him to Urban Out. He's probably scared of you, man. You can't. You can't be following. Nick, people. you're not a small guy. Yeah. Wait. So were you like just? Did you kept? Were you talking to him the whole time? Yeah, and he's like. His beard is like a his his beard is like the nest. Well, you you know that beard's actually fake. He actually pulls it off at night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nick, I well, I hope I hope um you somehow like gave him a lot of bad luck. So going into tomorrow's game, you he know, probably gave him strep throat. Okay. He just had strep throat. Okay. He probably gave well, it to Harden. Try, you know. All right, Nick, sleep dreams. All right. Yeah, he was. He was going to the Zoya Hotel. I saw him going Okay, to okay. All right, all right. All right, Nick. You, Stalker Nick joins us. All right, sleep, sleep dreams. dreams, Nick. All right. <laughs> if James Harden plays bad tomorrow, it's because he didn't take a picture with Nick. Oh, let's, a couple of things. We do not encourage Nick stalking James Harden after. Number one. But can we do, we do need to acknowledge this. Take the photo. James Harden, go f- Ooh, and it's not just because we are Coach Nick fans. You're too good to take a picture at a Starbucks. Like, it's not like, um, here's my only thing. There's not going to be a million people trying to take a photo with you in that Starbucks after Nick takes one. Now, if he was like in the middle of Doco and and Nick's like screaming his name and all that, that, but that didn't happen. Take the photo with Coach Nick. Another reason to just boo that. Yeah. Ugh. Boo. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That makes me sad. Uh, also, shout out to Cujo, who just became a member. Are you a pizza guy? Also, Dontrell, thank you so much for subscribing. Same with Everything Relaxation and CHL. Dave Lack became a member, too. Oh, my goodness, you um, guys. Also, you guys, 
Let's get those thumbs up to 300 oh. thumbs up. Please just click that because again, it's not to make Deuce feel better about his life. It literally just helps with all of the algorithms within our NBA community to make sure that we're pushing this out everywhere it can be. So hit that thumbs up right now. Hit that thumbs up for Coach Nick and stupid James Harden to play bad tomorrow. Um, let's get to the poll question of the day. Ugh. Who was your dog of the game? Um, oh. Who was your dog of the game, Morgan? You're not going to bark seven times? Why you got to be like that? Hey, I was being what? Was just, uh, who's your dog of the game? Um, My dog of the <laughs> game. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Whoa there, Turbo. Uh, the options tonight. Oh. Three options. I, uh -huh. I had three on the board. Demona okay. Sabonis, 18 points, 14 rebounds, 14 assists, 13 rebounds, triple dub. Fox with 25 points, or was it the rookie? Keegan Murray with 29 points and 14 rebounds. Although Sabonis had another triple-double, I'm going to go with Keegan tonight. It's fun to see so much um, emotion come out of him uh, playing, especially after he threw down that dunk, but just being such a positive factor out there for the Kings, and it's the Kings rookie. Just a fun thing to say. Well, all the people who voted, 92% of people voting tonight voted for Keegan Marie. Oh, yeah. Sabonis got 8% of the vote. Um, yeah, Sabonis is great, too. But congrats to Keegan. Congrats to Keegan for being the dog of the game. Congrats. Uh, hey, Jamie, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How y'all doing tonight? Okay. <laughs> oh, Jamie's coming in hot. How are you feeling? Amazing. You know, the Kings are on a win streak. I, can I just say this? What? Jamie's voice just progressively getting deeper is just it's it's just kind of crazy when you have a young member of your audience getting older. Oh uh, well, he's. I mean, how old are you now, Jamie? I'm 13. Yeah, 13. He sounds like he's like 27. God, you're just you're you're growing too fast, yeah. Jamie. But but appreciate your energy. What did you love about tonight's win? See, everyone's <gasps> saying it. Time out. What? Charles said it. Peyton said it. like his voice. His voice got deeper, man. Have you noticed that? More bass. Uh, More bass. No, not really. Okay. Yeah, see, he hasn't even noticed it. So what was your favorite thing about tonight's win? Um, well, you know, I really like how we came out in the second half. Um, but I think that that call on Herder, uh, like down like in the last like couple of seconds when he got pushed out of bounds. Yeah. I think that was the worst call of the game. Yeah, it was pretty annoying. I mean, it was just, it was right in front of that official's face is what made it the most annoying, especially since we've seen the adversity that the Kings and other teams have faced with officiating this year. But when it's just that obvious, it's really frustrating. So I'm with you, Jamie. And I guarantee we'll see that on two-minute report tomorrow. You know, the two-minute report is turning into, like, just the Kings. <laughs> you know, for like we had that foul on Herder from Clay way back. That was that one made me really mad. Uh, Jamie's feeling it tonight. I love J it. Jamie's a little fired it. up. You can tell. His well, teams, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Your your team won tonight, so don't get too caught up in the calls. And my Jags play tomorrow. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. I wouldn't be too excited about that one. Wow. Man. Okay, okay. Thank it's you, a, man. You you think you guys have a shot in that game? Definitely. When we were struggling, when we were like, I think we were like three and seven, we only lost in them by 10. How cute is that? When we were three and seven, we only lost by 10. Well, guess what? If you lose by 10, you lose. What? That's better than the Raiders did. Uh, oh, or, or you want a participation trophy for hanging tough with the Chiefs? Tomorrow Probably. at Arrowhead, you're going to see a real quarterback play. His name is Patty Mahomes. So get Never used to it. The real you're, not, you're not playing. You're not playing against the Chargers and Brandon Staley. You're going head to head with Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. You've got no chance in hell of winning that game. Okay, you just crushed my hope and dreams. But okay. okay. No, just enjoy it, man. I, you know, okay. I, I'm rooting for the Jags. It'd be a good <laughs> Thank story. Thank you. Right. I do not want to see Mahomes All right. and the AFC championship. I mean, he's so fun to watch, but that's fine. He is. All right, Jamie. You have Bye. a good night, all right? Have a good night, guys. Mm. All right, Bye, Jamie. <laughs> You're such a D. Uh, what's up, pullover? Oh, hello? Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, man. How you guys doing? We're great. Good. Man. Um, 
How are you feeling? Sorry. Uh, I'm cool. Uh, I'm in Japan right now, but I'm waiting for a train, so decided to hop hop on night chat. Shout out up. Japan. Did you actually uh, did you actually get to watch the game? No, I have been I haven't watched any games here. I just like watch highlights so far. But, oh cool. Um Yeah. Did, um Go on. I'm not sure I'm not sure if you remember me, but before preseason I asked Deuce to flex his announcing skills as if the Kings clinch a sixth seed. I was wondering if he's feeling a bit confident to do that now, now that we're the third seed. <laughs> uh, Can I be honest? Remember. No, I, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not. You know, I'm not a big jinx guy, but yeah, you were trying to get me to like do a mock announcer <laughs> thing, which I have a tough time doing. So what? Do it, Deuce. I mean, you have to give me a scenario. You, you're just saying, hey, clown, make me a balloon. Like, I, I, what, what right. kind of balloon? Okay. Like, what's the scenario? What? Give me a... Uh, Kings are at home. Things are at all. And, and they just clinched six I don't, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. I don't know. Come on. Look dude. at him. Look at him. Afraid. He's afraid to jinx stuff. And I thought you didn't believe in jinxes. Yeah, you know what? I'm not doing that. I refuse. Wait, why? Because we're, it's, it's. Enjoy the ride for a second. Enjoy this the guy ride. Believes this guy believes in jinxes. No, I just don't. I don't. You know what it is? I don't want to be blamed for it down the road. I don't. Oh, Deuce was on a night shaft. He went, oh, aching is below 500. This he was doing a mock thing as if they clinched. No, I'm he, good. He is beating the way around the bush about believing in jinxes. Because if you don't want to be blamed for something, you have some feeling of, like, there's truth to it, of a jinx. No, I just don't want to hear it, Maureen. Okay. I don't want to hear it. All right. Oh, come on, Deuce. Sorry, pullover. It's oh, not going to happen. It's, it's fine. All right. You cracked me up, man. I appreciate you checking in and uh, enjoy the Kings highlights tonight. All right. Thanks. Have a good rest of the show. Bye. Bye. I feel like I let him down a little bit. You told, Dude, he was like actually kind of sad. Was that like James Harden saying no to Nick on a picture? No, that's worse. Okay. That's okay. worse. Not okay with that. I think people appreciate that I didn't do that, even though I'm not a jinx guy. What's up, music man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. What's up, music man? I'm good, man. I just want to say, like, I'm so happy Keegan Murray finally decided to not just shoot all the three-pointers and get to the paint and get some buckets. Isn't that shit cool? (laughs) I think that shit's pretty cool, man. Uh, Yeah, I was really excited to see how he played tonight. And you could just tell he's getting more and more confident. And it's a credit for him being so coachable and such a smart player. It's also credit on this coaching staff and the players to keep encouraging the guy. Like, even when he's going through a funk, just say, hey, man, keep plugging away. That You know, Fox and Sabonis are always there trying to uh, keep him loose at, at practice, trying to get him to crack a smile, you know, have some fun out there. And he went through some stuff this year, and it seems like he's really starting to come out of it now. I mean, Morgan Reagan got a smile out of him, so I appreciate Good job. Hey. this game. Um, I, that was mostly Matt, but I appreciate the love. <laughs> um, do you guys have any thoughts of them going into the Sixers game after being after losing the last game they were on on the road? Yeah, we kind of hit on that a few minutes ago. Um, but it's just going to be be disciplined. You can't. It's a bonus if he's in foul trouble. You're in trouble. And you know that's what Embiid's going to try to do. He's going to try to be aggressive. He's going to fall to the ground. He's going to play physical. I mean, he's a really talented player. I think the key is defend without fouling, push the pace, make smart decisions, and you're going to have a chance to win. I think the crowd's going to be super into it tomorrow night. It's going to be a, it's going to be a hot crowd. This, this city right now is beyond fired up about this team. They have not seen a Kings team be this good this late in the season in like 17 years. It's different right now. So it, they're a tough place to play. Absolutely. I mean, they're going to be fired up into the fact that uh, Coach Nick didn't get a photo from Harden because that, exactly. that's the right there. Yeah, the chant at the end of the night is going to be for Coach Nick, for Coach Nick. Yeah, for sure. That's what it's going to be. Music Man, do you have any uh, music tonight? I, I, I used to be a music man. Unfortunately, I'm not anymore. But my music is is play the guitar, light the beam, and let's get to the goddamn playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's time, isn't it? I mean, if your name's Music Man, you should have the guitar right next to you. 
<laughs> I was a drummer myself, but you know what? Oh. Next time, next time I will have a guitar next to me. Bring the instruments. make us a little jingle, and we're yeah. ready to listen. <laughs> for next time, for next time, All I'll right. save it for next time. Music man is out. See you, man. See you, man. Bye. Can I run and get something? Yes, please. Thank you. Please, Morgan, go get something. Um, yeah, and just so you guys know, we're going to be live after every single game. I know we keep getting questions now that we're also adding a daily show at Sacktown Sports. That's going to be Monday through Fridays. Does that mean the podcast is dead? Is Night Chat over? No. No, 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 no. Night Chat, podcast, it's separate. doesn't go away. We are going to be live after every single Kings game this season. And just like we have the last couple of years, it's this community has been so fun to be a part of. So let's keep this rolling. I, I love doing this after every single Kings game, especially this year. Oh, I'm so glad you got this. Shout out. One of our loyal podcast listeners made this for us. You guys, are you kidding me? Are you kidding Describe me? Describe it, Morgan. So this is... Instagram more underscore metal underscore than underscore most. And this is burnt into the wood that he made our logo stenciled it out and everything. I mean, he had to stain it. He had to burn it. This is one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Thank you so much. I mean, thank you so much for everyone. Always for all your support, your songs, everything. Seeing something like this, though, it just, I don't know. It's really cool. It means a lot. I ran, so I'm, like, out of breath. Um, But, yeah, and I was asking him, like, do you do this for everyone? Can people buy these things? And he's like, I just do it for, like, a lot of bands that I love and, like, obviously podcasts and everything. Uh, Yeah, dude, you showed this to me today. I was like, this is epic. Amazing work. So cool. So cool. Yeah. We can't thank you enough. And, We're going to have um, to find a spot on the wall behind I know. us. I'm going to have to rearrange the wall now. So. I know. We're going to have to add some new stuff to the wall. The wall The wall has progressed a lot over the years, though. I like it. Yeah, it has. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Come on. Look at it. You got a popple back there and everything. Um, we got a super chat from Peyton. Deuce, please do a Keegan Murray <laughs> impression of Keegan Murray accepting the finals MVP for the second straight year. Don't be James Harden. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really exciting to win, like, the MVP. And, like, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> I don't know. That was really good. Thanks. Thanks. Not as best. Uh, we're going to be live again tomorrow night. Do we have any final thoughts? We got a back-to-back. No, I guess just thank you, everyone, that, I mean, we were talking about this. The last two, three days have been absolutely mm. incredible, full of love. Um, from you guys with everything that's happening with NBC and then um, Sacktown Sports. So thank you Dude. for the support. This journey has been amazing because of you. Yeah, I buried the, it's not even the lead, but for us tonight, it was really cool that at Golden One Center, they put our new show uh, on the big screen then showed me and Morgan. We had to awkwardly like wave like, oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, it was so nervous. Also, shout out to the seven people who, who gave a... Like who? I, th- th- there were crickets in the background. Did you hear those crickets in the background at uh, one for point? For a second, like, I was like, "Who are these people?" I was cool. like, Ooh. "Oh, look at these two nerds on the big." Hey, screen. but at least then people came up to us, you know, and we're saying yeah, some yeah. good things. Yeah. No, there was it was really cool hearing people um, be excited for us, and um, we're excited too. So thank you. Appreciate you guys so so much. We love you guys, but we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow night. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.